Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. My name is uh, Abu Tayyub and I'm the CEO at Golf Business Technology, the leading technology news platform dedicated to the world of golf. Today uh, we have uh, on the podcast uh, play today. Uh, my colleague uh, Clive Mayhew and uh, Reese Witters joining us. Hello everyone. How are you doing? Hi. Hi Abu. Good Great to be part of this. Great to be um <laughs> to be part of your wonderful technology focus in the golf industry. It's really good. It's good to have you guys on. And uh, I know it's quite early for you guys there. And uh, I know that uh, uh, Reese is out in New Zealand and Clive, you're in, you're in Australia right now. Yep. Is that right? Yes. Great. Yep. great. Uh, well, I'm just going to jump uh, straight into it. And um, um, the tell us about uh, the company Play Today and uh, what you offer the golf industry and uh, a little bit about your background as well. Clive. Okay, sure. So yeah. I'm the um, I'm the CEO founder of Play Today. Um, it, it's interesting. It, it all started during COVID. I think, you know, it's really interesting. So many, I, I hear these stories about what happened during COVID. Um, now in Australia, we were all locked in and, uh, you know, many of your, you, many of your viewers around the world would have been in the same situation and literally, I was, you know, just getting crazy. And, you know, a lot of the golf professionals who had known over, over many years of being, you know, my love of golf were not earning any money and were not doing anything with golf. Um, mm -hmm. And one of them, a really good, a really good friend of mine, Jordan Zunick, who has, uh, you know, played on the DP World Tour, is an Australian PGA professional. Jordan was actually living in his apartment and putting on his carpet. And that's okay. the way he was keeping his golf game as, you know, as, as fine tuned as he could. Um, mm -hmm. So it all started really, I, I, I was dabbling in my back garden and I came up with these ideas. Uh, one of them was this idea called a golf challenge, which was mm -hmm. to do five different challenges, um, which we could do in COVID situations. Mm -hmm. So we did a putting challenge. We did this little bunker challenge, a simulator challenge, um, you know, um, a little, little chipping challenge. I okay. hosted, believe it or not, I hosted a little television show which we filmed during COVID with COVID restrictions in Sydney. Um, okay. And we, we did that. We gave $15,000 to the professional as a, as a winner. Mm -hmm. And the winner was actually an amateur who was a gentleman called Harrison Crow, who people now uh, will know because he is the, uh, the amateur that, that did the, uh, the shot over the St. Andrew's pub. Yeah, so Crowey, yeah. Crowey won this challenge. And literally on the back of that, during COVID, I started to explore with a lot more what I would say sort of consumer software. So mm. my my history and my background is I was one of the original employees of Netscape uh, right at the beginning of the internet. So I've been involved in the internet and the front end of software for the last 20 years. Mm. Uh, I built a few very successful companies. Um, uh, I built a couple which haven't been successful. Um, and I built all around consumer-based software. Mm. And during that time, I saw a lot of great back-end software in the golf industry, but I didn't see a lot of good front-end software. So mm -hmm. you had some interesting uh, emerging golf scoring apps, which I thought were, were what I would call as good front-end software. Mm -hmm. But then all of the tournament stuff and all of the back all of the back-end stuff was still very like you know very server-oriented. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to apply my my skill sets um, and my history and make the golf tech more consumer facing in in um, the software. So I started with this golf challenge. I produced a little golf challenge app where you could do these six challenges. You had a leaderboard. You play for prizes. 
-hmm. And that literally evolved into being a full-blown golf GPS um, app as well. So mm -hmm. we have uh, playtoday.golf, which is a golf scoring app. Um, the difference is we built it around a technology called Web3. Again, just my background, and, and I understand that, that space quite well. So the consumer's, yeah. um, consumer's privacy and the consumer's information is not shared uh, with or stored in the central server of the application provider. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a great believer in the next 10 years that consumers will push back on sharing their data and they will mm -hmm. want control of their data. And if you look mm -hmm. at the golf industry, I would say that almost 100% of all the golf applications are built around this technology where the app provider or the golf association actually owns that data. Um, mm -hmm. And they share that data with marketing companies. Whereas mm -hmm. if you put it into a Web3 world, that data is actually owned by the consumer around a digital wallet, which mm -hmm. means the consumer then gives permissions on what that, that data is to, to be used for. Very okay. different fundamental technology yeah. in the future, I believe. I mean, we've just lived in the last 10 years of the net of Facebooks and Instagrams and Googles where all that data is almost to the point where we, we've lost control as consumers and we don't care anymore as long as the apps give us the functionality. Well, mm. actually, we do care and we do. We should care because, you know, I'm getting phone calls from people who, who really don't have the right to telephone me. I'm getting emails from people. I'm getting very intrusive, you know, almost daily, you know, messages now from people where, which are not part of my life mm. because I use a golf scoring app, because I use a handicap system, you mm. know, because of all these reasons, because that's my passion in life. But I'm actually being marketed to via those like consumer data. Yeah. So, you know, a combination of my background, you know, I, I love tech, I love consumer facing tech. And also, like, I know that the consumer for me is everything. So the digital wallet using Web3 is a big component of everything we do. Mm. And literally, you know, started Golf Challenge, we did a golf consumer app. And then we had the opportunity because we sponsor um, the second largest golf tournament down in Australia, the mm -hmm. New South Wales uh, Open. Mm -hmm. We've been a sponsor of that for the last two years. Um, mm -hmm. We are the naming rights sponsor for that tournament. When mm -hmm. we were planning the, the the event this year with the organizers, we said, why don't we build an experience which, which has never been seen in golf before? Mm -hmm. And that's really where the golf metaverse was created on the back mm -hmm. of that. And mm -hmm. basically, we took the live stream of the golf event and we put that into a 3D world um, mm -hmm. and we created something which we believe was very special. Oh. It was very, very oh. early in our development, yeah. but it was quite interesting. We had uh, a golfer called Mac Butcher who's a Canadian mm -hmm. golfer mm -hmm. um, who uh, was actually in the event competing and he was microphoned up and we had a one-on-one -on -one with him around the 18 holes as he's trying to qualify for the, to make the cut. Mm -hmm. um, he, he's known in golf as the slinger. I don't know if, you, if you've heard of that. Um, I have. It, it rings a bell. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, so he, yeah, he, he yeah. curves the ball, right? So he, yeah. he curves incredibly, curves left and curves right. So yeah. he was there trying to qualify, doing these slinger yeah. shots over trees, round trees. He actually <laughs> played incredibly well. Yeah. However, we mic'd him up, and yeah. the mic up, the mic was great for him when he was when he was actually swinging. He didn't care. It had no impact on his swing whatsoever. Yeah. However, when the commentator, which is a live commentator, was a little bit delayed going into Max's ear, when he was putting, it mm. really had a terrible effect on his putting. So yeah. he didn't make the cut because he had 34 putts each day and he never had 34 putts in a tournament before. 
and when he analyzed it afterwards, he said, because this, this guy was in his ear when he was putting. Right? So yeah. it was an interesting, uh, it was an interesting experimentation. We had like over a thousand concurrent users watching that yeah. in our metaverse, yeah. commenting how good this was to watch a commentator really raw, giving it as it was, and, uh, and actually talking through all the shots which he was making, which was fantastic. Yeah, right, right. Well, I think I think I think you've answered my next question actually. So I was actually going to uh, ask you, I mean, you know, your recent projects, obviously, you know, what you've worked on and uh, elaborate about. Uh, actually, I'd love to know uh, uh, if you could elaborate, so you know, a bit more about the work that your team does. You know, what what does that entail? You know, behind the scenes. You know, for example, this. Uh, Golf tournament you sponsor the you know the work that goes behind that as well. What uh, you know explain explain a bit more about what uh, what actually does happen. What what does the team at play today do exactly? So so we're we're a software development company. So we're hmm. we're trying to build what I would say is a next generation of consumer facing software for the golf industry. Hmm. Um, and it's it's just an area that I think is under under invested in, in golf. So we have amazing technology in the hardware side of golf. You know, obviously, the clubs, you know, and 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 everything on the hardware side. We have great technology in terms of managing our handicap system, which is a back end system. But I think mm. we ha we are really very underinvested in the front end of the consumer's experience of golf. So what do I mean by that? For example, I mean the golf scoring app. You know, how how mm. you make that incredibly easy for people to use without this affecting their game of golf. So a lot of mm. people don't like using a phone, for example. So how do we help them score electronically as easy as possible? And this is something mm. which is going to be very exciting as we, as we talk about AI going forward and and what's mm. going to happen in, in the consumer space. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm, you know, we're all we're a self software tech company. Um, all the people, Reese is our production director, who's going to give us a demo of the metaverse in a minute. Mm. Um, the rest of them are just software engineers, and we have some great software engineers. We have some what we call 3D engineers. We have back-end engineers. And, and, and our focus is about building this great software at the front end for the consumer. Mm -hmm. it's, it, we're a little mm -hmm. bit ahead of our time. So I, I know that we're building stuff which um, is not mainstream today. Um, I have a vision that it will be um, at some point in the future. And mm -hmm. when we start to show you the projects we're working on, you'll have an, an understanding of that. Um, mm -hmm. And I think COVID changed the golf industry. Like I, I mm -hmm. say, it's like, People became, you know, golf was a huge, you know, drawer of people getting out one-on-one -on -one in the world. And yeah. it made people think more about the consumer space as well. So mm -hmm. that's why I think this is um, an interesting time to be building great software for the consumer mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. So why don't we go and have a look? Why don't we, um, why don't we show you, um, probably no one has seen this before on your podcast because, you yeah. know, we're, the, we're, well, we're this excited. Is this is the first. Yeah. I mean, oh, so, so so tell us what 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 are the some some of the key features of the Play Today Metaverse? I'm mean, I'm keen to um, have a look at that for Reese to show us uh, more on this as well. I mean, if uh, yeah, give give us a run through on it as well. That'd be great. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Sure. So Reese, let's let's bring up um let's let's go into the metaverse. So just let me know if you can see that. I've just changed tabs, so I can't see your face anymore. Yep. But um, good morning, everyone. I'm Reese, I'm production director. I work alongside Clive at Play Today. Uh, so yeah, as you can see, it's a it's a virtual environment where uh, you know it's a high fidelity space. You know, the first thing you notice is there's an avatar, so it, it looks a little bit like a game gameplay. You can customize your your own individual kind of look and feel. Uh, this is this is where you're sort of greeted in Play Today Island, and some of the features I'll start walking you through. So 
you navigate through a really high fidelity space. You can see Clive here. So it's a multiplayer experience, which is one of the key features. We have, you know, NPCs in here. So, um, you know, this is this is an avatar of Greg Norman. And we, we've got other avatars throughout the island, which we can bring to life and, and do some really cool stuff with. Um, we've got a wee chat feature down here. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a live community space so people can, can talk. So, so, you know, just I can say hello. And these things are, um, you know, <clears throat> what, what you might see within like a, a community space where people just connect and, and interact. So you see a few of these um, content panels throughout the space, which is one of our key features right now. You can see there's an auto, uh, a video auto playing, but these are very dynamic panels that support video imagery. It could be live stream, live data feeds. This could be an AI interface or anything we dream up really. So we've got a lot of these throughout the space. They can you know, outlink you or, or teleport you to different parts of the, uh, the island as well. So we've got um, you know, spaces and buildings dedicated to you know, different themes or, or products or, um, or brands, if you like. But this is a, a main sort of uh, meeting space on this particular island. It's, it's play today at Clubhouse. So from here, maybe I'll let Clive just walk you through some of the features of or the, the components of this space, but I'll just drive the, the demo. Sure. I'm actually can I, I'm running up behind you, so I'm just gonna catch you up in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. So um what we've done, uh, yeah. what we actually built here is a 3D world for golfers to come in and, and enjoy the whole game of golf. So we've built these avatars around some of the professional golfers which we sponsor. Here's one called Grace Kim. She's a wonderful Australian young golfer who's on the LPGA. Um, mm -hmm. In her rookie year, she won um, the, one of the LPGA events in her rookie year, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. If you go in and you see that QR code, uh, you actually scan the QR code and the athlete appears on your phone as an AR. So it's a full three-dimensional athlete as an AR. You can then take that athlete and have photos taken with the athlete. Um, now, why would people do that? It's because pe people really do like to follow their, their athletes and they like to have interaction with the athletes. So for Grace, it's a great opportunity to connect to, their, to her fans in a way that she can't connect with her fans over Instagram or any of these social uh, platforms. So we, we built that. Um, it, you know, you can actually as a fan download that. Um, here's another one of our players. Is, uh, that's Harrison Crow. I talked about earlier, the amateur mm -hmm. uh, who's now turned professional. Um, inside our clubhouse here, you'll see this is a place where we host events for our for our users around play today. We also have an NFT wall if you just walk over to that. So we built it on Web3. So uh, Web3 is a digital wallet. You'll see there if you can bring up the wallet, um, Reese. Inside this wallet, we have what we call badges, but uh, you know they're actually minted on the blockchain. They're not in any of our servers. So the consumer has a digital wallet which owns these badges. Now, the, the you know this is built on blockchain technology. So mm -hmm. all of these all of these minted items you keep in your wallet and you can keep forever. And you as a consumer own all of these. Mm -hmm. So we build a fun way for you to collect different uh, collectibles around golf. So when you use our golf scoring app, you score a birdie, you get you get a birdie NFT which you keep with you for life. When you play any of our 40,000 golf courses, you get an NFT from those golf courses, which says you, you've played that golf course. Mm. Um, we have all your handicapping data as well. We don't publish the handicapping data yet onto the blockchain, but I, mm -hmm. I honestly believe in the next five to 10 years, you'll see that the associations will start to have handicapping systems on the blockchain. 
again, mm. all owned by the consumer, all within digital wallets. This is mm. not about um, uh, in any way speculative crypto. It's about using blockchain technology to store your digital assets. Um, mm. And as we go around the world here, um, we, we, we go around that and we collect these different collectibles. So we've mm-hmm. collected here one of um, our ambassadors is Greg Norman, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the shark, the number one golfer in golf for many, many years. Um, and uh, Greg Norman digital asset unlocks uh, Greg Norman specific content. Here's the um, the video I told you about with Matt Kibucha, um mm-hmm. when he played um, live in the, in, for the next shot. In the New South Wales Open. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. when we actually mic'd him up and recorded him, here's just one of the experiences you get uh, the content to. So here's mm-hmm. an amplifier. We bring people into here to connect to athletes, to connect to um, you know different content experiences. Mm-hmm. So as you go around the world, you're you're exploring golf in a different way. Fantastic for live broadcasts of golf events because you give them like a second screen for people to explore. Um, mm-hmm. As you go into um, other experiences, you'll see that we have our brand partners who sponsor a lot of the spaces behind all of this. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we look on there. Let's go to Callaway. So I will just take you to a Callaway experience. This was this was developed for Callaway when they launched their Paradigm driver, mm-hmm. um, and um, they wanted to show the Paradigm driver the technology behind it in a different way than they could show over a traditional 2D website or mm-hmm. in one of their stores. So we developed this little um, activation for Callaway, where you literally you come into the Callaway world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's, yep, he's, yep, you go that way and you come in and this is all about the paradigm driver. So what you yep. have here for the brand is you have a combination of uh, their traditional television broadcast content, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. that's John Ram, I think is one of the sponsors. And then mm-hmm. you have this 3D world where you actually, again, with these QR codes, you can bring the driver as an AR experience and actually take it into your phone and start hitting the driver and feeling the driver virtually. Uh, you can shop online mm. and go to a Callaway store to to buy the Paradigm driver, and you can mm. see here all all of the the fun elements when you're you know shopping for you know for golf equipment. Um, mm-hmm. What was interesting when we launched this, um, typically for websites for brands, the the consumer uh, interaction is quite small. You know, people go in and look at things for maybe thirty seconds, very quick. In our yeah. experience. They were looking at this brand for 14 minutes. So okay, it's great. really, yeah, yeah very, very yeah. exciting for the brands to be able to go mm-hmm. deeper with their brand and explain that to the consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, so our business model is we build a golf world, we build a 3D world, and then we, mm-hmm. we partner with brands to take their mm-hmm. their consumers into the into spaces like this for the for the brands. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just go back out um, to the the putting challenge. So, <laughs> okay, no problem. So, um, what we have here is we've developed um, a fun mini game. So, mm-hmm. when you're in these worlds, not only do you want to explore and see different content, you also want to participate. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, everyone has been playing games, golf virtual games for many, many years now. You know, from the mm-hmm. Apple stores and the and the Google stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we've done is it's taken a very simple game concept. We do we call it the putting challenge into the our metaverse. And this is um, a challenge which you can actually win daily prizes on. So there's um, our ambassador, Greg Norman. Um, mm-hmm. And that's this is him now putting. 
Um, and it's the 18th putting green at Pebble Beach. It's an actual full replica of the 18th. And, and literally, Reese is just moving his cursor, doing his space bar to use that to play. Come on, Reese, put it in. Oh, nearly. <laughs> Um, and you know, literally we have a, we have a daily leaderboard, um, yeah. it kicks off, it kicks off on the first time zone in the world. Do you know what that one yeah. is? Abu? What's, what's the first time zone in the world? <laughs> you tell me, you tell me. Oh, it's New Zealand, what? of course. Come on. It's New, New Zealand. Zealand oh, yeah. So, so should've New Zealand. Got that, so, got that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. every, every day at midnight in New Zealand, and uh, you have to understand yeah. our production director, Reese is from New Zealand. So he's, he's sort of yeah, like, yeah. he's a little bit, you know, he's an old black <laughs> and he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he loves his country. So we set the time yeah. zone and it starts in New Zealand. It's for 24 hours every day. At the yeah. end of the day, the leaderboard, those on the top of the leaderboard wins a daily yeah. prize. Okay. And, and the daily prizes we have sponsors behind. We're very excited by that. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, you can do this. You can download this um, not only on your um, uh, browser on a PC or a Mac, but you can download it on a from the app stores as well. So okay, you can right. play it on a mobile, you can play it in, yeah. on the on a browser. We're showing you today from right. a browser. Um, that was great. That but, was great, Clive. Yeah. I think uh, that was yeah, a great I, I presentation. Did. Thanks, Scott. I think uh, I, uh, you know, I, uh, it's great to see it, you know, and uh, great uh, the, the, the impact it's obviously having, you know, when the work that you're doing, you're clearly working with some great brands there, Callaway, and I saw Bushnell was there as well, I believe. And, uh, um, I mean, the, the next question I wanted to go into, I mean, you know, the you mentioned AI quite a few times there, and I wanted to see uh, your thoughts on, you know, how AI was impacting the game of golf. And uh, I mean, for many people, you know, the biggest worry about AI is its potential impact on certain professions. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts there? I mean, you know, I, I don't think you believe, obviously, that humans are going to be replaced by machines, but, uh, you know, I mean, what are your sort of uh, you've been in this industry a long time you know so it's yeah. great to get your input and your expertise on it and w what your thoughts are really exactly going yeah. forward with it so so it's been 12 months since uh, OpenAI launched um, mm. uh, and I and I you know as someone who's been in the software industry like for many many years and you know and was there at the, you know the internet with Netscape mm. I I really was very skeptical about you know what this would do and and what was behind it but mm. what we've seen over the last 12 months is an incredible um, interface for software developers like ourselves to have mm. access to resources which were not possible before. Mm. So what OpenAI did was it was create this amazing API for people like ourselves to actually start to play with true machine learning and you know to be able to get data we never thought possible. Mm. So we we as a company we have the opportunity now to become what I would call is the next generation media company, you know, mm. in the sports space on mm. the back of being having access to stuff that was never possible before. Mm. And you don't need hundreds of producers. You don't need hundreds of researchers. You don't need the, you know, what the typical media company has used in the past to generate this content. So let me give you a few examples of, of what we're focusing on and mm. what I believe will happen with AI, particularly in the software space. Mm -hmm. So the tools are becoming, making it easier for people like ourselves to develop stuff dynamically, dynamic content live for consumers. So mm -hmm. take the vision I just showed you of the metaverse. The metaverse we create in there is by my 3D engineers doing all of that, you know, mm -hmm. and rendering and bringing it all together. 
mm-hmm. of the AI tools will do that for us. So mm-hmm. we literally can generate the next island automatically very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, within two years, I would suspect that the consumer will be able to generate their own island with their own preferences of their mm-hmm. own experiences and have ownership of that space themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just mind blowing, right? So mm-hmm. the way you see the world is no longer presented by media companies or controlled by media companies. It's what you as a consumer want to see. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a couple of very good examples is we, we've been doing, we've been testing AI with some data sets. Mm-hmm. And one of the data sets, which because we're, we're mad about golf, is the rules of golf. Now, mm-hmm. the rules of golf are very complicated. You know, and the RNA, you know, has evolved over the last 100 years and has added and added and added. And mm-hmm. the whole the whole rules at the beginning were like, I don't know how they made them up, but they made them up. So all these rules yeah, yeah. of the golf. <laughs> if you go into um, the um, the AI world right now and you go to chat GPT and you ask a rule of for a rule of golf, it gets you about a 55 percent success rate. So 44, 45 percent fails because of the nuances of golf. So what we've done is we've been building a data set um, where the, we understand the nuances of golf and the connections of them, and we're up to a success rate of 88% in the rules of golf. So that's where we are yeah. right now. We mm-hmm. think we'll get to 95% pretty quickly. 95% mm-hmm. um, is a certificate, a Cert 3 rules golf official, which is the mm-hmm. highest, highest qualified rules official you can become at the RNA. So our rules assistant, our AI rules assistant, we, we believe will be the highest level in comparison to a human within within a month or so. Now, the mm. application of those rules is where humans will always be better than machines. Please don't get me wrong here. I don't see, you know, in professional tournaments, rules officials being replaced by AI, AI, AI assistant. But I mm. really do think it will be a fantastic tool for just social people playing golf who mm-hmm. probably don't follow the rules of golf because they're so nuanced and they're so hard to understand. And, you know, you're there with your mates and, uh, you know, you always have this, you know, every round of golf, there's some sort of conflict over the rules, right? So why not then just simply tap into your phone, tap into your your golf cart, ask a question about the rule, which you, you guys are all trying to understand. And that's really what I see the application of this AI is. So mm-hmm. you'll be on a course, you'll be on a golf cart, and you'll just speak to the golf cart and you'll say, um, I'm in the bunker. I've hit the hit the sand. What's the mm-hmm. rule? Mm-hmm. Okay, and and he'll come back and he'll say, Clive. Well, you know that's a one shot penalty or whatever that may be, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of nuances in the answers to those golf questions where we built this data set to make that as accurate as possible. And mm-hmm. all that will be is it's exactly what the word says. It's an assistant, right? So you know mm-hmm. all it's trying to do is give you assist you and understand. But it will quote back the rule number and it will give you the actual rule, rule rules themselves and mm-hmm. it will actually learn and, and get better and better. So we're quite excited mm-hmm. about that one little application that works yeah. really that well on the course. Yeah, yeah, that on the really course. Exciting. And all that's going to do is make the game of golf easier, particularly for, the, for yeah. people who are be- beginning golfers, right? And then even the most sophisticated golfers, like the rules officials, it will be a tool to support them where they can actually make the rules, um, you know, communicate the rules a lot more efficiently than just uh, an app, which is not dynamic at all, which is the RNA app at the moment is actually quite complicated to actually understand. So that's one example. And I think what you're going to find in all aspects of your life is AI assistants are going to come in and help 
with those mm -hmm. sorts of problems, right? Mm -hmm. Particularly where they're data set related problems. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's any harm. I think that's, that's a really positive thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to give us more time. We're going to be able to do better things with, with the time we have because we're going to mm -hmm. use these assistants to do that. Mm -hmm. I've got a, just a quick comment to, to add to that is I feel like the impact of AI and the, particularly the stuff that I'm really interested in is is helping with that kind of positive tension between too much tech on a golf course and wanting to enjoy nature because it's like there's you don't want to overload the experience to then all of a sudden remove that kind of good nature feeling that you get from golf and that's where I always sit a little bit torn between where does technology play a role and I feel like AI is allowing technology to play more of a positive role without yeah. with less human interaction so yeah, it seems, expects, yeah. yeah so yeah. it speaks exactly to what Clive talked about so it's like if I want yeah. to tap into AI I can probably just do it by speaking to my phone I don't have to go and take 45 seconds to tap in or start flicking through an app it's more like I can just yeah. I don't interrupt my experience as much but I'm probably even getting more back than I previously would so there's a yeah. number of ways that can um, that take you know take form but you know, that's the kind of we're, we're trying to connect all those dots and let AI be more of a positive tool in that space as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you guys are onto uh, you're onto something there. And I think uh, it's a great, uh, a great venture uh, that uh, you're, you're starting on, I think. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that in the future. Um, this question is for you both. You know, you wake up in the morning. What's the driving passion for both of you? Clive, you first. Uh, it's golf. <laughs> it's golf. Yeah, okay. I, I Easy, answer. I'm, I'm, Easy answer. I'm just yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a golf tragic, I'm afraid. I just I love it. And I'm not a great golfer, to be honest. I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, when I when I actually do hit a good ball, it's like there's nothing better. So like, yeah. you know, and, and if I can have an impact on the golf industry and you know, bring some of this technology which makes golf more accessible to a lot more people, makes it more fun. And as as we said, you keep connected to the to the wonderful game of golf. You know, voice the voice component of this this stuff that's what ai does at the back end people don't quite get it yet so the reason we can interface with voice is because ai is at the back end and yeah. voice i believe will fundamentally change how we interact with how we play lots of sports and in particular yeah. golf so you know i get up on the first tee and i can yeah. say you know on my you know i can say literally hole one four four two putts you know whatever and that yeah. will be able to do my scoring which yeah. takes you away from this fiddly apps and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. How far away am I from the hole? Already, yeah. already that's being used by people, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I just think, you know, we're going to have a wonderful, you know, a wonderful overlaying of consumer technology to a great sport, which we all have this great passion for. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Uh, Reese, uh, come on, we, we can put, put you on I, the spot here. Come on. Yeah, well, I eat golf, golf for breakfast and I got married in a green jacket. You, you just have to have a quick look around. There's golf wow. clubs galore in my room wow. here. So it's, yeah, um, I can see I can see the background. I'm the same as Clive, but I'm, I, I like to tell the story. Like, I feel like I'm a creative and a technical team. So, like, yeah. you know, being able to take what we do and translate it into a way to be amplified and consumed in a fun way. So um, yeah. we're like, we're just custodians of the game, passing it forward. So telling our story and putting our technical sort of uh, nouse along the way. So yeah, just, just being part of that journey and doing my bit. That's great to hear, Reese. Great to hear. Um, I think you probably, when you talked to, about play today earlier, you talked about being innovators in the game, innovators in your space, you know, and, uh, but I mean, you got, you, you, your, your thoughts, you know, your ideas must be, you know, thinking 
three or five years ahead what this could be, you know. Um, tell us more about uh, Play Today's plans on growth for the future, you know, as much as you can share, obviously, and uh, what what uh, what your aims are for this company yeah. going forward. So I think we invested very early. I invested very early in this space. Um, when you invest early, you have it sort of a, there's, there's a pros and cons. So the, you, mm. you're ahead of the you're ahead of the adoption. So right now we're working with brands who want to be ahead of the curve. Okay. So mm. you know we, we're very lucky with some of the brands we've been able to work with. But to be honest, we need the support of the brands to continue to develop all of this. So mm. you know we, we've sort of put a we put a little pin in the sand if you like. But the opportunity is going forward is technology. I think it, it, it will change the game. So you know we need supporters of that. We need we need associations to get behind that. We need an almost like an ecosystem of of partners who who can help create that. We're just a tiny little software company in Sydney, Australia, and you know you know we who are trying to do stuff to innovate in this space from a consumer perspective. So you know we we, mm -hmm. we know that you know like any industry, the big players are the people who will make the changes in this space. So if we can facilitate yeah. that, if we can just introduce people to that, we can get some of the brands excited about it, do some great innovative work in the early stages of this technology, then, you know, mm -hmm. I think we've, we've played our role. So that's really mm -hmm. what I see for play today is that, you know, and, and as this gets bigger, we'll get bigger, but, but you know, mm -hmm. we're just leading something here, which is, which is very, very new. And I, and I go talk to associations and I go talk to brands in the golf space mm -hmm. and they really are finding it very hard to get that, right? So I, I would encourage them to start to investigate, particularly Web3 technology, where mm -hmm. the consumer the consumer owns the data, and, mm -hmm. and also this next generation of 3D worlds and AI, where the interfaces mm -hmm. for their applications change. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, if we can help them, you know, bring them into our space or help them in terms of what they're doing, I think, we've, mm -hmm. like I say, we've played our role. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, that's my ambitions. I mean, nothing bigger than that. I, you know, mm -hmm. I hope we get to hundreds of thousands of users in the metaverse. Uh, mm -hmm. At the moment, we only have thousands of users. So, again, mm -hmm. realistically, we're very early. So mm -hmm. we're doing some we're doing some great things like this putting challenge, daily prizes, mm -hmm. open chat, people coming in. Mm -hmm. Golf clubs is an interesting one, Abu. You do a lot mm -hmm. of work with golf clubs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a wonderful space for them to have their own clubhouse virtually for their members to come in using mm -hmm. an NFT, which unlocks uh, unlocks the space to their community and exclusively to their community if they want that. Mm -hmm. And then they can host virtual virtual meetings. Like mm -hmm. in my golf club, we have a we have a AGM and we have a once a quarter meeting of the you know of the board. Yeah. But no one goes to it. No one, no one attends it because it's on a Tuesday yeah. night. Everyone's got mm -hmm. so, their own social stuff. You yeah. put that into the meta metaverse. You open that up so people can connect at home. They can mm -hmm. see the minutes. They can see the board members, and they can interact with them. Uh, you know, and it's all around golf. You know, not mm -hmm. not around just some some WhatsApp group. Uh, yeah. You know, and you know, I think there's lots of applications like that which will emerge. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're busy working with a, a number of golf clubs to do things like that. Um, some of the online communities which people are members of, where their mates are, it's a great opportunity for them to come in and connect with each other in the space. So there's a lot of opportunities. You'll just see this happening more and more and more, you mm. know, as this goes forward in the next, you know, in the next five years. Mm. In terms of challenges, though, I mean, you're you're talking. I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a lot. You were talking about things you have to overcome anyway, but uh, I mean, 
short term, I think that's short term and long term as well. But uh, in terms of other challenges which you've come up uh, uh, against, really, and uh, what uh, you know, how do you plan on dealing with each of those? You know, in terms of how you uh, come overcome some obstacles that would come up anyway. But I think the main thing was obviously to get. Uh, you know that uh, buy-in from the brands that you're working with already but also you know with the new aspects that you're talking about the golf clubs as well you know i mean uh, for now i mean what what are those challenges for you going forward yeah for no, the, great, the greatest challenge is the greatest challenge to be honest is people understanding of, of what our capabilities are so yeah we, we're doing this podcast with you and i'm guaranteed that that everyone listening to this podcast will never heard of of what we do and have no visibility to a golf metaverse or to AI applications in golf. So mm. we're in this very early stage of a market where you spend the majority of your time educating people. So you're educating the industry, you're educating the consumers, and you're mm. showing them the stuff they can do with this technology where it's mm. a little bit early. And mm. and you know that's that's where you know the, the bigger, more established brands will wait until they feel mm. as if it's more mature and they can mm. bring their presence into it. So we're just, you know, we're we're a classic early stage adoption of this technology. We know that. Um, mm -hmm. So we have to be innovative. We have to show what's capable, and then we have mm -hmm. to sort of, you know, generate some revenue streams which can make it sustainable going forward. Okay. So all the time we're thinking, yes, let's do that, and then we think, okay, well, oh, well what will what will impact will that have on our consumers, on our, you know, on our brands and so forth. So it's just, you know, it's classic early stage tech software stuff. So yeah. and, and we're applying that in golf yeah. um, and it, it, it's not easy. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, all the time it needs investment, all the time it needs to have this vision. And these people like Reese who say, mm -hmm. yep, yeah, I'm going to build that because it's exciting. And then taking that out to the, the brands and the consumers to make that happen. So, you know, that's yeah. the, the nature of these sorts of businesses. Well, sounds like you're very passionate. You're both very passionate about it. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm only looking at uh, really positive things for you guys. Definitely, you know, going forward. Um, we'll end off on our last two questions. Um, uh, nothing too intense uh, to talk about, but uh, the best advice uh, uh, you've ever received. Who, what was it, and who was it from? Reese, you're also getting in on this as well. So, uh, Clive, you, you can shoot off. Um, so. I think Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs, if you actually go and just listen to some of the some of his stuff he quotes about, um, mm -hmm. it's just fantastic. So particularly in the space I'm in, he said something he said something which sort of always stayed with me where, you know, uh, we're building we're building stuff for the future which you don't realize you'll be using in the future. And it, it, mm. I don't think that's the actual quote, but that was the message I got across from him, which is which is so yeah. true. Like that, that what's coming what's coming with software what's coming with ai what's coming in the 3d worlds um people just really really I, I, th I think they will they don't know that people like us are here are doing this right yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's what i was inspired by steve jobs is like keep doing it keep innovating keep making stuff which is going to change the world yeah. and even if it's only changing the world in our little our little domain which we yeah. love we still, yeah. still we are, people like ourselves are doing that and other people are doing that yeah. And um, you know that's exciting and that's inspirational to keep yeah. us going anyway. That, keep, like, that he's keep, my, like, yeah. keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. At yeah. Us. Yeah. 
And I had the I had the great pleasure of working alongside Sir Ian Taylor for ten years, pioneer of Race. New Zealand broadcasting and yeah. quite well known internationally for some of the, the TV graphics. And he, he often used to he had a lot of great gems, but one of the things he used to say was bugger the boxing, just pour the concrete. And it was obviously a, an analogy to just not a reckless, not he just just like, let's just start. Let's just don't do too much planning. Let's just start and we'll refine it. And it's sort of software development's the same, you, you know, just just ship it, you know, perfect is the, is the enemy of good enough. And we, we, that's what we do, where it's a continuous um, improvement. We so just we just ship it and just get it out there we might not always get it right but we just you know we can fix that bug and move forward we don't just wait till things are perfect to get it out the door so i just think that finishing something is often the hardest thing so we just get it out there and we can always refine yeah no, so what I, was uh, the first part of that what was the first part of that quote what was it yeah it's a great quote <laughs> <laughs> bug, bug I got the boxing, just pour the concrete. So the framework that the concrete, framework that the concrete, and you would not yet say that the um, yeah. the concrete takes a while to set. So you just you just you just mold it into place, you know. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That's great. I mean, I was actually listening to something today, and uh, it's probably similar to what you're you're coming across with recently. Um, you know, uh, uh, there was this book I was reading uh, called Relentless, and uh, it's the advice that uh, you know uh, NBA stars like Michael Jordan, Kobe used to used to take was uh, don't think, just do. You know, which is similar to what 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 you're what you're coming across with is just uh, you know go and do it. You know, and then try and figure it out along the way as well, which is great. And I think that you guys got a, a great uh, ethos, you know, and uh, philosophy with that going forward and uh, you know I, I i do think you guys are going to definitely grow uh with time as well you know clive with your experience reese you're clearly passionate about this so uh, i think uh, the, the only way is up i reckon yeah um, and, and honestly I, I reach out to your community of, of listeners and, and people watching this is like you know reach out to us i mean we we can we can do some amazing stuff mm -hmm. everything we do is around the consumer you know for the brands for yep. the golf clubs, for the game of golf. So you know, you know, don't don't be shy if you have an idea and you want a tech partner to to explore that with, because that's exactly what we're here for. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'll I'll leave it off with the last question, guys. Um, where do you see the overall industry heading in the next five to ten years? Um, apart from your domain, which you're in at the moment. I mean, you know, anything a bit uh, reaching? Where, where do you think uh, things are going to change? Um, across the game of golf globally. Yeah, yeah. So at the professional level, um, I'm a great supporter of of uh, the PIF investment. I think it will fundamentally mm -hmm. change professional golf. Mm -hmm. It'll change it at the highest level, and it will bring a pathway for all professionals to actually to actually entertain at a level which we've never seen before. So yeah. you know the use of of uh, the PIF investment, you know, and the merger between Live and PGA Tour will make the game truly global. Um, it'll be less US focused at the highest level. Um, for countries like ourselves, that's so critical. We get the greatest players in the world coming through our country. We're great supporters of live golf in this country because of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the work that Greg Norman has done, I think, you know, from my point of view is, is truly inspirational. I hope that happens. I'm, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure it will happen now. Mm -hmm. That will fundamentally change the, at the highest level for the, for the professionals that filters mm -hmm. through to every part of golf. So a big supporter of that. At the amateur level, 
you know, we're seeing huge growth. So I think, you know, it's the next generation of amateurs, you know, the, the kids from, you know, from school all the way to the under under 40s, which mm. we're addressing with our software and their love of the game. You know, there's some, you know, you I, I play golf on a Saturday and I see more and more young kids playing. And, mm-hmm. he, uh, and they have the same passion I have for golf and they'll have that for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, a, I'm a huge uh, believer that this golf, this game is the best game in sport, the, the best sport you can play. And it'll just get bigger and bigger, driven by the celebrity status of the professional market, getting getting more and more into the consumer space and really helping everybody enjoy this great, great game. Great. Great. Well, I think uh, you absolutely got a bang on there. Uh, it's a great. I think uh, there's some great things going on in Australia and golf at the moment as well. And uh, I'll be looking forward to coming over at some point and uh, paying you a visit down under and uh, seeing how you guys are getting on there. But uh, guys, it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. And uh, I hope uh, we can uh, do a follow up at some point. And uh, yeah see where you're at in a few years time maybe two 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 years down the line we could do another follow-up and uh, see what play today's doing in the space great, great. thank you Vu. thank you Vu. Nice. thank you very much you, it's a joy That's... to be on it really good uh, thank you everybody for joining us on the podcast today um any information that you need to uh, find play today we'll uh, add it at the bottom of the podcast um to get in touch with uh, either clive or reese uh, for more information and uh, I'd like to thank uh, Clive and Reese for joining us today. And I'd like to thank our audience for joining us too today. Thank you very much. Clive, Reese, thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, Bye. for now. Bye. Bye.